speaking of trauma, we can start our podcast and talk about Ricky and what happened down there so that everybody kind of gets an understanding of that. You know, we've had dialogue before about euthanizing dogs for attacking people for no reason. And specifically, not just for attacking, but dogs who are unpredictable that attack. Yeah, because even, even the no reason, I mean, other people like to make up some kind of a reason. Well, when I say reason, I mean fear. When a dog has fear aggression, that's a completely different animal. A dog has fear aggression. You can deal with that in different ways. Right. You have a dog who unpredictably attacks a person or a dog. Right. But some people will say, well, the reason was is because he didn't, he didn't, he just walked out there. He didn't like announce himself. You know what I mean? They'll kind of like make up some kind of a. No, the made up reason, reason would be that there was fence guys over there and this dog was all charged up all day long barking at the fence guys. And then like, here comes Ricky through the door and it's like, oh, fence guy. no, it's, it's that he, they didn't, he didn't know him and he's a stranger and he just walked out there and, you know, didn't. No, no, no. That's your reason sucks. So, you know, your reason has to be. Legit. Well, because, you know, uh, in, in like, you know, this this dog's potential everyday life where he lives in a home, there's going to there's going to be variables that come and go. That's exactly and what so I said. How about the pool guy? How about the pool what guy? About the the what about the UPS guy? The mailman? The uh, kid throws his ball over the fence. He comes to get it. Pizza guy or yeah. or always oh, triggered by construction work. So you, you can't have construction work at your house anymore. Yeah. Like, what about if the people behind you have construction work? Yeah. And then and then, and then your gardener comes in your yard. You know, what if the fence blows down in the night? and You didn't know it went down. It's a no from me. It's you know, be a no. I think that there's a lot of people who live with their dogs that deal with these kind these kinds of things, and they just work around it. It's like a workaround. Totally. You know, like you've always said, it's like spinning plates. Mm-hmm. Um, I spin a lot of plates, but I don't spin danger plates. I'll spin spin the plates, but I'm not spinning plates with knives on top. Well, it's. I always just have to think about it. If you chose to place this dog in a home, knowing what he did to Ricky, and then he did it again, but let's say it's that like makes us responsible. Responsible, and we have to live with ourselves. Exactly. doing that. And I'm sorry, no, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. And that is a matter of perspective. So somebody could could take on this dog, and then. I could adopt that dog to them, and then something happens. And even if they tell me that I'm not responsible, I still feel responsible. I don't care. Yep, it's still me. Yep. But then there are also people that would take that dog, knowing what he did, adopt it out, and it did that, and they don't feel bad about that. And I, I can't relate to or understand that. And those people, those are the people that are like, you know, you could have found him a home that you know didn't have kids or didn't have blood, you know. I disagree. You know, and that's that's how that's our stance on it. We disagree. Well, there's a we, we just had this case here in Dallas, it's actually in a suburb in Coppell, where this oh, young girl walked into a home to do pet sitting and was attacked in the home. They tore off both of her ears. Ugh. They tore off her nose. They tore off all of her clothes. And they tore off all of her clothes. Can you imagine what how she long was that going went on? Through? That is a long attack. Horrible. To take, to and she didn't die quickly. And she didn't die. They have a they 
Coppell police. Oh yeah, she yeah she she survived. Yeah, yeah she so survived. she went home this week. She that, went home. That, that case, that that one, that one. And they showed a photo of this poor girl with the Coppell, surrounded by the Coppell police, who have like just kind of now taken her as their you know their friend, and they're just so proud of her and encouraging her to live. But it honestly brings tears to my eyes when I saw the photo of her and. Here she is, just this bright young girl who was doing this as she went to just school. Just going to pet sit or something and, like, feed the dogs for somebody yes. or something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> and this happened to her. And so. And there were, there were two dogs, right? Yes. So, and this is something that people don't understand. This is something they absolutely don't, do not understand, is when you have a situation like that where two dogs have jumped in, they are they're they're red and they're caught up in that and you're not gonna you're not gonna you're stop not gonna them. Get them stop. You're not gonna get them to stop. Mm. You're just not. The more she screams, the more she fights, the more excited they become. And, and then they're they, feeding and then, off of each and other. And then they'll feed off of each other and they might fight with each other for mm-hmm. a minute too, and then still go back at her. And everything she would attempt to do with lashing or striking or screaming or running or will just incite it more. Right. She had no ability. I'm, I would like to know how she stopped that. How did it stop? Or did somebody what hear what I read was when the police got there, and it doesn't really identify how they were called, was that oh, sure, they found her on the floor. Unconscious? They don't allow either. Because, because in, in that situation, and this would be practically impossible to do, but the best thing that she could possibly do is to play dead. Like what you do with a bear. Just, you know, get on your... She probably on, went unconscious from the trauma. Cover your throat, cover your belly, and just try to be still. Because you need to remove that excitement from the yeah. situation. And maybe she did that because she lost consciousness. I don't know. Or you pass out from shock. Yeah. yeah. I mean, somebody takes your nose and your ears off. Yeah. I mean... You know, it's like one of our one of our favorite shows is that show, like, I Survived. I Survived. When, and... Yeah, it's that's typically how it always works with somebody, you know, like big cat or bear or and they're just being just mauled, mm-hmm. you know, and the only way they survive it is basically they just go into shock and kind of pass out yep. or they or they they cognizantly just feel like I'm just going to just going to be still. Yeah. And just Because you you can't act like an animal of a, a prey animal of them, you know, you can't act like that. You have to yeah, because you know, an, an an animal in the wild who is 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 hunting prey t- to eat, you know, they're not going to stop attacking until until they until until, it until that threat is is basically neutralized. Right. I've watched videos of that, like animals in the wild, you know, grabbing something. One of them was like a baby deer or something, mm-hmm. some some kind of cat or something grabbed a baby deer and he's got it, and then it just goes lifeless, and then the cat's like distracted. It's like on the road or something, and it sees something and it. Kind of like lets it down for a minute, and that baby deer like gets up and just takes what? off. <laughs> yeah, pick your spots, man. <laughs> well, because honestly, like even even somebody with with experience like me, because I, I I read that story and I thought that like, what if I was walking by, and I came into that, I heard the scream, and you go in there and you see two. I think it was two pits. No, I think no, they were like a husky mix and a golden mix. That, or something. Oh, that's right. It was, yeah. that, that one was like a, it was like a, a golden. golden. What? Yeah. So, the neighbors did come over there and they bit the neighbors as well. Well, yeah, but it's like that. Was, I was just saying like for me, like just thinking. How would it, you it, run it, into that and stop that? How would I that's want, what you're yeah, asking. Yeah. Do yeah. I have a leash in my pocket like I always no, do? No, you no, don't. No leash? No. Does it have a collar on? 
like it would be tough. It would be very tough. It would be tough. And the, I look at a situation like that, and I would look at kicking those dogs back and trying to get her into a room and shut the door. That's yeah. no. mixed That's breed German Shepherd, mixed breed pit bull. Mm. Yeah, it was, there was another case where it was like a golden. But, you know, I'm sure there was an aggressor and then, you know, one of the dog kind of following suit and jumping in it. Or maybe they're both terrible, but there's... I assure you it's not their first offense. Not to this degree, yeah. but I assure you, it as says with Carlsbad, mm-hmm. that's his first offense with us and that's the end of his offenses. But what has he done before? Like Seuss, who went after me, who was in the shelter. Was that his first offense? I doubt it. It was his his third shelter for that dog. Exactly. And see, and and you think about that, and you don't know what he... But did somebody else just dump him there? He bit somebody else, and instead of solving the problem and keeping other people safe... Or being honest about it. Or being honest about it, you've passed that problem on to somebody else, and you've endangered other people. But but people do that without the guilt that we won't live with. I don't understand that. We get emails, like, every single week, and... I and phone calls. Email and it says, "Hey, last night my dog went after my child and bit her, and I don't feel comfortable with this dog being in my home anymore. Can you please take him and find him a good home?" With no children, they usually add. No. And I go, adults don't want to get bit either. Yeah. yeah. And <clears throat> if they're little kids next door, I don't want the little kids next door. What if the dog darts out the door when you open it and goes and bites the child next door? I'm not. I always just say, "Look, we're." We don't knowingly take a dog with aggression. That's just, but does that mean that we're not going to get a dog that does have aggression and then we're going to deal with it? No, sure. we're going to deal with whatever we take on, but we don't set out to do that because that's, there's too many dogs that don't have aggression mm-hmm. that need a rescue that we can help. That are right. losing their lives. That are losing their lives. If a dog has shown himself, you know, that's not going to be something we're going to take on. Number one, our sanctuary always says open concept and we do the very best that we can to have dogs that get along there. Um, but it doesn't always work out that way because they're dogs, they're animals. Right. And there are, there are differences, too. To, to, there, there are, like, stages of, of aggression because, yes. you know, and going back to spinning plates, you know, I always think back to, I'm kind of doing that still with, like, Irene. You know, because she will, she will go after somebody. Mm-hmm. But Irene is, you know, I can have a party of twenty people over at my house, and Irene's going to be fine. But it's all about doing those proper introductions. Irene's only going to go after somebody on the initial. So if you walk into my front door cold, and I don't know you're coming, well, Irene's going to get you. But she's just going to get you once. She's not going to attack you and then keep attacking you. Mm-hmm. She's going to check you and then step back and then wait for her pack to come help her. The thing with Carlsbad was he decided to attack Ricky and then continually attack him over and over and over and over again until he had to like pull himself inside. Well, he, he only got a leg out. He yeah. only got a leg out. He said he just stepped out to say, hey, I'm here. Yeah. And then he was bit and then like he was, eight times. Yeah. And then as he tried to retreat and just swing that leg back inside, then it grabbed him from the back of his leg. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's shaking and trying to drag him. You know, all this is a split second. Multiple you know? bites up and down his <laughs> leg. Up and down his leg. So he's yeah. jumping up and biting him and biting him low and, and shaking and grabbing and, mm-hmm. you know. Um, 
I, and you would have been like that with Seuss had you not had on your jeans compared to you know Wait, Ricky was bare legged. That, that one's that one's uh, that one's different too because he just bitter and let Seuss go. Seuss is going to attack you and he's going to give you all of his power, completely render you useless, attack you, and then just jog on like a psycho. Right. Um, and then, you know, I, th- I think back to those cases are different because especially when you're talking about Mastiffs or really any dog, you know, most of the people that if you've ever been bitten by a dog, you never got the full power of that dog. If you got the full power of that dog, you would have a way bigger scar or a way worse story. Right. Um, most of the dogs, are just, it's just looking to just check you and manipulate. You know, that's, that's how dogs communicate is or make corrections themselves is with their mouths. So. There's going to be a bruise or something. It's typically you just have a, a like a bruise or an abrasion or something like that. But the way Ricky got bit, it's like no, that dog's that he's dog's playing for keeps. He's, he's giving you all he he's has. Giving him, yeah, he's giving just, it his all. Very, he's giving you all he, he meant has. Business. Yeah, he's giving you all he has power wise, and he's not stopping. He's not stopping. And then uh, I look at a situation like that and go. What if Ricky was alone at that yard? What yeah. if the girls were inside? And what if, what he, if, what if he fell balance? to the ground? Yeah. What if he fell to the ground? What if he lost his balance and then he started crying out for help? Exactly. And then and then he goes for his throat. Yeah. Because now now you're acting like a prey model, which is exactly I'm sure what happened to that girl. Right. And God, of course it's like nothing that she did wrong. I of mean, course this not. It's just like, you know. But we're just talking about like what continually triggers a dog in that state for the for the aggression to continue. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and unfortunately, it's some pretty primal shit. You know? Yes. Um, but that's just what it is. That's just how they behave. Right. Um, because dogs are animals. People lose sight of that all yeah. the time. They lose sight of it all the time. Well, I mean, you hear different names. And I mean, I'm as attached to my little chihuahuas, and they all have cutesy names. And you put little dresses and stuff on and, them. And, you know, just things. But at the end of the day, they are a dog. They're still mm-hmm. a dog. And, you know, puppy has bitten someone on the nose before. Yeah. Well, it's not a big deal because puppy's four pounds. Mm-hmm. But if Bubs bit someone on the nose, yeah. it'd be a bad thing. They wouldn't right. have a nose anymore. It's true. Yeah, it's true. So little dogs get away with this behavior. I mean, chihuahuas, you know, are pretty much labeled, you know, nasty little cheese or the something. worst. You know, <laughs> and really they're not, but no, they're not. Oh, <laughs> you, that, the, the reason, the reason that I, I think that my opinion that they are is because they're little and their owners don't check them when they do this stuff. You know what? Every, every negative thing that I can say about a Chihuahua, I will always point to the owner Yeah. because Chihuahuas are great little dogs. But they cannot be coddled and tucked in and anybody that comes yeah. near you and then they growl and that's yeah. cute mm-hmm. and people laugh at it. No. Yeah. Chihuahuas need to be on the ground like a regular dog. Yeah. Tell Danny. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but you, uh, you know, even, even, even in saying that, it's like it makes me think of like the chorus of people that would say no matter what a dog does, it's somehow like a human's fault. No. And there can be some tiny bit of truth to that, but the way that people are saying that and how they say it to where, I'm sorry, we're just going to disregard that, you know, an animal just mauled somebody and we're going to say that like, oh, maybe someone in the, in the hypothetical past is, is at fault for this. But okay, let's say that you're right. What are we, what are we going to do now? How are we going to move forward with this? Because if, if your answer is to just keep on, you know, 
endangering people to be, you know, seriously hurt, I'm not going to go along with that. I think there's a, I think there's a common misconception that people have that think that all dogs are born good. Yeah. And that's wrong. And that and that they and that they turn into like what Carlsbad did because of what somebody did to because them. Because of a trauma they've had. Mm-hmm. And I can't say that that's not the case for him, but what I can say 100% confidently is I have known puppies that were born that were monsters that were aggressive from the get-go. Yeah, we're talking six weeks old will draw blood, will draw blood. from a human hand. And I've nothing, seen it and, too. And, and they've had amazing. they've had no trauma. I've yeah. I've known two puppies like that that had to be they had to be euthanized like yeah. by the time they're eight weeks old. Yeah. yeah. So don't think that that doesn't happen because it does. If you don't if you think that people can be born with something wrong with their brain that makes them aggressive. I mean, because the, I'm, there's little kids, case studies of kids who they are, will stab you. They will stab you. Why does that happen? I don't know why it happens. Is it a mental illness? Is it a malfunction of the brain? I don't know. But it happens in dogs too. And, and yes, they can be born where they're monsters. They're a monster. So that needs to be put out of people's heads because they, uh, the public wants to take an aggressive dog and blame it on a human who's done it. And that's not always the case. But, but, even, it, but like Travis says, even if it is, what are you going to do about it now? Right. You're well, just going to let him walk around and do that? If it was a person, yep, he's a monster. He might stab you, but we're just well, going to let him Well, if it's a person who's around. a serial killer because his parents burned him and beat him and raped him, it's horrible, but he's still a serial killer. He'll still kill you. And he still has to be in prison or a mental care health facility because he's dangerous to the public. And that's what it boils down to. Yeah. This dog is dangerous to the public. And then you get the people, and they're on, they're on our page. They pipe in there once in a while. I mean, we understand 98% of the people understand so this. I try to remind you all the time. All the time. <laughs> because those outliers... They freak me out a little bit. Yeah. You know, they freak me out with, oh, what, I mean, what, what do they say things like, you know. Because you, you're lazy. Because you're you, lazy. You failed him. You failed mm-hmm. him because you're lazy. Mm-hmm. What part of letting Ricky be attacked or letting someone else be attacked is lazy? No, we're, we're actually the opposite of lazy. We're immediately going to act. And somebody, somebody commented on this guy's rescue. Ugh, I don't even think I should say the name. Should I say no. the name? No, 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 no. no. That he, that's what he takes, his bite dogs. He takes dogs that have bitten people. So I went to his page. Oh, my God. It's so disturbing. It's just so disturbing. The. I never heard this. Well, I'll show you his page. Um, and he, all he does is bash rescues for not knowing anything about what they're doing. They don't know anything about dogs. None of them know anything about dogs. He's the only one that knows how to handle dogs that will bite you and um it was kind of astonishing i was really a little astonished he bashed rescues for you know the only ones that you take are the ones that will raise you a bunch of money and oh you know he's anyway it does disturb me that people have those thoughts out there well, that's I, I'm sure how that's how, that's how that guy gets his little ego boost. But man, he is that's how he makes his living. He is uh, he is one poor decision away from having that all go up. Yeah, he's know. like the guy. Remember the guy that like lived in the wild with the bear? Like he loved his bear. Yeah. And the bear ate him. The bear ate him. <laughs> ate him and his girlfriend. Yeah, ate them both because it was a bear. Because he's yeah, still a bear. Because you're still a human, and, and that's still. You can't still blame a bear, bear for doing what bears <laughs> do. You caught a bear on a bad day who wanted to do bear stuff, and right? He hates you. <laughs> 
And then there was a lashing of um, what what is painless and humane about sticking a needle in that dog and killing it? Really? 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 All right. Those are the comments that I come across that I I try to just go like this and push it, but I'm not that good at that. No, you're not. I'm no, really you're not. not. <laughs> you're not good at that at all. You know how many memes I have on my phone of a cat smashing a keyboard? I have like 10 of them. Yeah, yeah. I'm just not really good at it. I kept myself away from it. I mean, it's not like I'm a, I, in an older days. I might have rat tatted with that person. There's no point. For that now. But and I don't rat tat tat anymore. When you say older days, you mean like a year ago. I mean, maybe yeah. last year. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it's, it's, you know what? Hard. You want to defend yourself. I know. And yeah, I, but I, 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 I feel the same way. And I, I, I have those same urges that you do where I just want to be like, you know what? Yeah, no, what? You, you don't know me, you know? And that's, you know, that's one of the entertaining factors of social media for everyone else you know chiming in and so yeah. or, or i mean looking in um but i just someone like that they're just obviously he has a whole um antagonizing outlook on on his on his on his whole field. very much so and you know once again a type of guy like that it's like man you're just like Ooh, you are one mistake away. And I'm sure he's got, I'm sure a guy like that has some skeletons. I don't know if he has any fosters or if he has anyone who works for him or helps him. He had or videos anyone, where he looked like he lived in the basement or, with or a it, bunch of dogs. Or, any, or, or yeah. anyone who lives with him or lives around him. But I guarantee you, I, even if the guy's been doing that for a year, he's got someone that he's hiding that has been seriously hurt. Or he's been hurt himself and just doesn't want to but say it. But it's just not a risk that we're willing to... I'm that, just not. There's so that many guy, dogs that out there. Guy that how, would Ricky, how would Ricky feel if he knew that we were going to place this dog in a home with an, another person and be thinking, is this, this going to happen to some other person? Like what happened to him? I mean, yeah, he's marching on and he's doing well, but he's going to be scarred for, for life for having gone through that. There's a process to that and everyone's different. So uh, all you can do is open up dialogue, make sure everyone's okay and... You know, just kind of keep going on, you know. But obviously it's not going to happen again with that dog. Yet, um. No, but the wounds, the wounds and the scars are not just the scars that are on your skin. Just going, just rushing down there, the scar I have is his face. When I, when I rush down there and Emma's down on the ground bandaging his leg, I've never seen that look on Ricky's face before. The, I hope to never see it again. The look of shock and disbelief and, and horror. You know, and it's and like, and I'll, and I'll never get that image out of my head. So you, it's, there's scars all around. I'm sure Emma's got the same thing. Emma and Jenna were both there trying to get him to safety and then get inside and he's on the floor shaking. You don't, you, you have those scars. You keep those scars. And then I look at that and go, and we want to repeat this with him in another home. And I think, How's that work? I think that's the whole point of what we're saying here is. You need to understand how bad, you know, this could be for someone else. And no, there's just no possibility of us it, having for, that happen. It's just, it just boils down to lives of people come before lives of dogs. That's right. People it's, come first. I, I'm just not willing to risk anyone else's life versus a dog. If I have to choose, I choose a, a person. I have, I'm not going to feel bad about I have about no that. tolerance for aggression. Not for that kind, for unpredictable That's not aggression. even the right word to use because people say, oh, my dog's aggressive. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's way, way, way past aggression. 
Yeah, that's like, you know, the first bite that dogs get is going to put on you is blood. It's like we've all been bitten hundreds and hundreds of times. But it's rare that we're bitten and there's blood drawn. Serious intent. You know, I'll, I've I've been bitten before. I got bit the other day, and I just <laughs> jokingly laugh at it and continue to put my hand forward because that's not really a bite. You know, a, the word bite is like it's like this massive range of like. How what, about a nip? What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, a nip. is it a nip? Is it a balk? Is it is it a pinch? Is it? You know, a scrape. puncture, <laughs> is it all of your power, you know, to where... Does it hang on? You know, Does it shake? You know, and a, a, lot of, <laughs> a, a lot of people will see, like, a hole on you, like a puncture, and think that, like, oh, that's the dog's tooth going through it. No, that's that's the pressure of the bite. Mm-hmm. And that usually only happens when the dog's given just about all that it can mm-hmm. to pop your skin into a hole. It's just the pressure of it. So, um, there's a, once again, there's a huge scale of, like, I've been bitten by a dog, you know. You know, it's like talking to someone the other day, and it's like, oh, you know, this person was bitten, and they have a bruise. And it's like, I remember somebody, another person from way, way back, well, she said, told, you know, she described her being bitten, but, you know, she had her, she had her nose ripped off. Yeah. So that there's there's a big scale there. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ricky's was an attack. And those, and those, and those facts pertaining to each individual case are very, very important when it comes to considering and making decisions like this. And of course, we have a lot of experience when it comes to cases like this. And, it's, and sometimes when you hit a, you, you'll hit that threshold where it's like, well, you did this much damage over seemingly nothing, we're not going to continue. No. Because yeah, I would never, I, you know, like if we adopt that dog out, I would just every, every day, every day I would think about that dog. Was it today? Did it happen today? If it did happen today, how long would it take until they contacted me? Would they contact me? Would they push it under the rug and it happens to somebody else? And they are in denial about it and just nope, you know. Once again, we have we have the experience and the knowledge to where to know that if we do decide to euthanize in a case, that it's just it's it's just the best move because I'm we're you know, some people will adopt a dog, or like that crazy guy you're talking about. You know, just make excuses over and over for, for some dog. And it's like, how many people need to get hurt until we're like, why are we doing this? That's what you I know? say about talking every... about spinning spinning plates. That guy's juggling flaming chainsaws. Yeah, he is. <clears throat> so it's a little different. But I say about every story that you hear of a person being attacked by a dog or bitten by a dog, or you can talk about the girl that you know, bitten by those yeah, two. Yeah, that dogs. girl who got attacked. Her parents, the, that dog's owners was the person on your page. Well, you giving it. You are correct. You, you, yeah. yeah because, you're, because those dogs, those dogs, those dogs have a criminal history. Those dogs. Those dogs. It says on their on their house, it's like like crazy dogs live here. Don't ring the bell or something. Yeah, I bet you at least five other people had blood drawn from those dogs. Exactly, and it gets disregarded, and we refuse to disregard. We just refuse. The buck stops with us. Dog is in our care. Dog presents this, the end. That's all. Mm-hmm. Clearly because no one else wanted to make like the to, hard decision. I like I'll do it. I close my, my, my eyes at nighttime and not have to worry about that dog being in the world yeah. and doing who knows what. Quitter. And, you know, and talking about like, oh, you know, how terrible and painful and shocking it is for that dog to be put to sleep. No, Sticking not. a needle in it. Honestly, the only difference between putting a dog under for a surgery or to be spayed and neutered or a procedure versus being put to sleep 
when you get put to sleep, you get all kinds of treats and cans. It's it's all the same thing. You just drift to sleep. Yeah. I've and, done it. I've done what, it. And what I've they done put it many you to times. sleep with for surgery, they just gave you a little bit more of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. That's it. Yeah, one of my kids the other day was talking about like be an anesthesiologist that's like the easiest job ever we're like no <laughs> that's the hardest job because when you're under anesthesia you are this close to death yeah. because that he's right that's all the difference is it's like you know you go sleepy night night to get your neuter versus you go sleepy night night and don't wake just, up just it's little, just a little bit more a little push it's humane the end monster the most <laughs> you better be a good man <laughs> it's like a rooster's in your kitchen. Down there, down there, cockadoodle doing. <laughs> he heard something. So Roberto's out there with the ladies. No crowing yet, but he is he is strutting his stuff a little bit. Is he going in and out of the coop on his own? Yes. In yep. the morning, and he comes out and he, he goes got over in. being scared, scared of those ladies. Yep. He's a little apprehensive, like you know, when they put the grapes down or the kale down. They, you know, he he doesn't because they'll chase him off. So he he can't be forward. He has he to he has to wait at the end and he's, take his. He's like fifth in line. <laughs> <laughs> but he knows he knows to you know, because he's young, so he's not gonna boss those older ladies around. As it should be. As it, as it most certainly should be. <laughs> I'll I'll have to go through Chick Fil A and get him the fruit bowl because they've got the mandarin oranges, the apples. Yes. The grapes, because the last time I brought that for your chickens and put it through, they were running like this. Well, they do that every time they see me coming with something. It, yeah. ma- it makes me laugh out loud because they look like, like they look like people running with their hands behind their backs. Those spe- <laughs> those speed walking. Yeah, because they tuck their wings back. <laughs> they kind of stand up taller and do this. It's like those Black Friday sales videos. <laughs> Chaos. Give me my first. Yeah, you she's, come out there with some. She's got something. Yeah, <laughs> some watermelon rind or something good. Something good they don't have. The lettuce leavings out of the tub that's not good anymore, and they yeah. don't care. Yep. And old cat daddy over here with Conan going all over creation. He's traveling quite a ways. Yeah, he is. That's good. Yeah, he is. I got the. It seems like. It seems like the three black ones, it's Conan, Scarlet, and Little Bit. They wanna, they wanna go through that that middle trail more. So, which is good because I, you know, where we positioned the um, cat daddy house. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> town. Um, it's it's kind of it's kind of like the on the edge of the outskirts of the property. So, mm-hmm. and of course, there's like a ten acres next to me with like a big pond, all kinds of wildlife. So they but nobody they, lives there. They've like started over there, and it's like that's great. And they're of course taking care of the barn and like, you know, my house and stuff like that. But I I need their their protection range to go in a different direction. Well, now they're moving between Meow Town and the ranch building, mm-hmm. which, which is great to see. Yes, you know, because we, we I guess it was Conan was spotted by the dumpster. Which is also a high traffic area for for mice, and then there's that shed over there too. Because mm-hmm. I, I need them to work over there. Yep. You know, and I and I assumed all this was just going to take time, and they're just going to go where the action is. We know where the action is, but I can't be like, hey, you know, kitty, where's go? Okay, go. today you're on <laughs> section five. Go, yeah, you go go section three. That's like this Conan to... report to the far. We got mice spotted in the yeah. far <laughs> quadrant. Imagine he's like, oh. <laughs> again, my dear off. 
<laughs> but yeah, all this all this stuff just has to kind of happen naturally. So, but it's it's good to see them going in the direction where you know I, I kind of need them to go, which is you know the ranch, the dumpster over there. Mm-hmm. Of course, my barn that was handled in like a week. So yeah, and my garage, and you know, and the ranger, and yeah, it was it was my truck that ate out like fifteen hundred dollars worth of electrical, and I guess it happened to your car too. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. So you know, and we we've seen them up up over there at the sanctuary too. So that's that's all good. But um, wasn't Conan on your truck this week? The other that night was, that was Scarlet. Was that Scarlet? Scarlet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were talking to Trav the other day, and he said on the Ranger, there's all these little kitty cat prints. <laughs> 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 Mew prints. <laughs> Which I don't mind. I just I always worried about them just like start going town on like that leather seat or something. I don't like think they thing. will because they've got so much stuff to scratch they on. Got trees so much and stuff. stuff yeah. Like, nah, that's not gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. They need those all nice and sharp. But it was really funny because uh, one of my one of my friends, uh, Christopher, he came to he's in the uh, he's in the dog food mafia with us. So he comes. you have to explain what the dog food mafia is. Uh, <laughs> I don't have time. Uh, basically, the dog food mafia is that. Well, okay, so we <laughs> we wanted to we wanted to join a um, a, a co op in like Dallas or Austin. Mm-hmm. I think we looked at both, both of those, yeah. and uh, we were pooed. And so, you don't poo-poo. They don't give me what I want. You don't poo-poo my mama. <laughs> she's going to start so her own. When you tell mama she can't join the co-op, she's going to start her own co-op. <laughs> and she did. So, <laughs> basically, to, to join the co-op means that you're, you're getting a discounted price because you guys are together all buying in bulk from some kind of a supplier. Yes. Generally. You're not, you're not allowed to resell it. Right. Um, but they wouldn't let us join it at all. Mm-hmm. So we have to buy enough quantity to be able to buy it from, you know, like a restaurant supplier. Yeah, because I had to source. I have to source. And most places won't even deal with you. Right. Because yeah. like, if, if, well, they, you say like, oh, go call Tyson Food. Well, Which is just right up the road. We're way too small for Tyson. Why did the co-op say that you couldn't join They didn't even respond. Well, oh, Austin, okay. Austin responded to me, I think it was literally six months later. Wow. Yeah, which is hilarious. And they said, well, you're just too far. Yeah. Well, I knew how far that. you were, yeah. and I was willing As to if drive. I Googled where Austin is <laughs> and made a decision myself <laughs> before I emailed you. Yeah, the Dallas one just never replied. They yeah. just never even replied. So she starts her own co-op. So we start our own co-op. We'll so call, I, so we'll why call didn't you just quit? Because I'm not a quitter. <laughs> She's lazy. She's so lazy. So, so lazy, I went bro. to works trying to source wholesale chicken parts, which took me a bit. A bit. A bit of work to and some phone calls to try to do that, and I did. I did end up having success with Tyson. Um, well, they give you the they, name of a guy. Well, they weren't going to sell to me directly. I don't think they're allowed to no, sell they to you directly. They have to, no, so, so they come so, up with a guy. Well, she. Came, well, it was a woman that I spoke to, and she came up with like seven different reps. And she said, call each one of these guys and see if they'll do business. Yeah, those with are the guys you. that sell to the distributors. And that's why you can't buy from them direct. But the yeah. sales guys. might. Right. So yeah. it's st- step down. You know, mm-hmm. there's the there's the Tyson and then a distributor and another distributor. And, and so that's what I had to work my way through. <laughs> and I, I went through like six of them that said no. Yeah. And I get to the last guy. And I called him and he's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I got chicken. You know, told him what I'm <laughs> looking for, that I'm looking for like, you know, 6,000 pounds every three to four months, something like that. He's, he's like, I can do that. He's fantastic. I love him. Yeah. Fantastic guy. Fantastic product. 
Always comes on time. And comes they deliver the it guy. right to the property. Yeah. Right <laughs> to the yeah. barn. Takes it off the truck and puts it where it's puts supposed it to go. Right in that barn. So you don't have to haul man. it three times. Even helps you unload it. Helps what? me unload it. Yep. We're not used to that. Yep. I'm used to having to go down to McKinney. Maybe the guy's we there. We used to have to meet them maybe, at the spot. Meet them at a maybe load my it order and then unload there. it when we got home. And if my order's not there, I'm met with attitude. They're like mad at me. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> or like they don't respond about them not getting their job done. Yeah. F so, that. so what we did was because we have a lot of friends who feed raw, or who wanted to start feeding raw, or who wanted to start feeding raw, and we just kind of compiled this group of people and said, you know, do you want to join the mafia? <laughs> Where it's this big. Gr- I mean, what do we end up with? Like twenty people out there when we make it's dog like food. Twenty-two, twenty-three. So you know, we got five grinders. Put people on different grinders. People on Jessica's a mixer. Logistics. She's always a mixer. She's a mixer. I know. And then, I signed up for that job like the first day, and I regret it. It's yeah. the worst. She wants. To, she wants to change the jobs. It's fine. I'm, I'm good at and it. And then there's filling containers. You know the moves, retail containers. And then talk to somebody about it. <laughs> and then there's the ha- and then there's the hauler who has to put it into boxes <laughs> and drive it all over the property because our freezers are in all different places. That's me. Those are the runners. runners. Travis is a runner. Yeah, that's a terrible job too. And then so Jonathan, Travis's friend, is an expediter because what's that do? That's the hardest job. That's the hardest job by far. It has to. That job comes naturally. You have to be a control freak. You would be an expediter. Yeah. Well, yes, you have to haul it. Yeah, too. we should make lore in the mafia. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the rotation of, you know, bringing the 40 pounds to the grinder. The grinder grinds the stuff, the finished product that's ground, taken to Jessica, my to station. the mixer, and then from Jessica as the mixer to the table where the fillers are. And the fillers, it's fillers, and then it's quality control because it's, you know, it can get it's messy. messy. It can get messy. And I want my containers clean, and my containers are clean. Yeah, because nobody wants raw on the outside. No. no. Yeah. No. It's, well, especially when I'm feeling like retail as well during this. It's that's like, Nicole's job. Don't, don't hand me, oh, good. Nicole's don't, quality don't hand control. me a two-pound chicken container that's all covered in grease and chunks of meat. Mm-hmm. I'm not selling that to somebody. Yep. It's got to be clean. So the, that's the task. Jonathan so, draws a map and with arrows oh, and they then put assigns like X's jobs. on the floor. Yeah, he's got tape on the that's floor awesome. and everything. Certain ways, <laughs> certain ways to walk and shit. Yeah. You know? Don't screw up. He either. sets up all the tables where they're supposed and to you know, be. I've never it's met like Jonathan all, it, in person. I oh, think well, I would like should, him. Oh, you need hilarious. to come up the next dog food grind. <laughs> yeah, I should come up. It's like it's a whole it's it's really a weekend because it, the the chicken parts weekend get, for me. get dropped on Thursday. And then you had like Neil and Jonathan come up and help unload it, right? Well, yeah. Well, you have to just, rotate them to keep, just, get them to follow. It's just weather dependent. Also, once again, one of the awesome things about this new guy is that it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's not only a refrigerated truck. It's it's like a frozen truck. Yeah. So, you know, when they bring me that chicken, it's frozen solid. Yeah, because sometimes with sometimes with the other guy, it's like okay, this is thawed all the way. Ten of this them is, are thawed. This is frozen. Twenty are frozen. Like, you don't know what you're gonna get I until you get have, it. I can't have thawed chicken, obviously, sitting in my barn for two days. It's gonna go rancid. It's gonna stink. Yeah, you need consistency all yeah. the way in your product, and yeah. that's six thousand pounds of consistency that you're looking to achieve. So. I'm always running around like crazy, making sure and checking every box. Travis is very solid, crazy solid, on dog food solid. weekend. Very well, I crazy. To, I need it to be consistent. Well, especially if we're selling it. He's crazy, and Jonathan is crazier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I love him. Mr. Crazy is like functional. Did a compliment. Jonathan's crazy is functional. His is just crazy. No, he's, <laughs> no, there is a method to my madness. Jonathan, it's makes a map more, that Jonathan goes and So in our mafia, are people who feed raw. 
but they don't want to have to get a grinder themselves. Oh. They don't want to have to do that. Yeah. So they could join the mafia. By invite only. By <laughs> personal invite only. And they come and help make the dog food, which is about an eight-hour job. You know, from the time we it's a, it's, turn it's, grinders on. It is it is an eight-hour shift. Some guys I have come like a day before and help me. You know, if there's like thawing issues, like like last time. Last time, because it, it was cold. Move, it was cold. I had to move 6,000. It was too cold. I had to move 6,000 pounds onto my driveway Out into, into the, the sun, sun yeah. to help thaw. Move that 6,000 pounds back. Back. Have guys help me go get heaters to blow on it to make sure it would thaw. It was awful. And that was a really tight margin because that, that stuff is really cold still. But yeah. we're, we were still luckily able to grind it. Yeah. And, of course, if you have summer, well, it's different. It's the opposite Now, problem. do I stack it all and keep it cold? How long do I keep it cold for? What's the weather? What's the weather tomorrow? Oh, it's 70 day. It's 90 tomorrow. Okay, it's going to be hotter. But I don't want to stagnate it out too quick to where it thaws too quick. So many things. Anyway, that's why I'm crazy. So many things. I mean, there really is so many things. Yeah. You know, there's prepping the containers, the retail containers with the sticker on top and getting everything aligned up and everything ready to go. Yeah. You got to, you know, buy all the blueberries and the eggs and, you know, all of that. Everything's got, and the mackerel, everything's got to be ready, and the vegetables, and everything's got to be ready for the grinders. The grinders drop the vegetables in, the blueberries and the eggs go into, and the mackerel goes into her station where that gets mixed in. Anyway, so, you anyway, be in the mafia. Anyway, that's what that is. My friend Christopher came over. He's in the mafia. <laughs> he is a member of the he mafia. Was, he was picking up some. He was picking up some some dog food, and he was just telling me how like just how much how great it is. He's got two goldens, and he's like his goldens just like vibrate when it comes time for feeding. They're like so excited about food, and they polish their bowls. Poops are awesome. No gas. Just all the all the great stuff. Why we do all this? Right, right. But he told me like. Um, <laughs> Travis calls me with this. I, I called my mom in a panic because he, <laughs> he he told me he was like, man, I've been feeding it to my cat for like the last three weeks, and it's fantastic. His cat's like in uh, renal failure and we're just engorging water and it's peeing all the time and was just doing terribly. And he's telling me he's been feeding it to his cat for like three weeks, and it's fantastic. And I just immediately just like shriek <laughs> and I go, oh, no, 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 <laughs> I never said that. You're not supposed to do that, like, because we never really researched it. But I always knew that it wasn't like, or from what I heard, that it wasn't like a, like a true complete diet for a cat. The cats are kind of different. And I was like, okay, just like, oh sh shit, like you know, just let's let's pause this and just give me like 24 hours to, let me call my mom and like let's let's figure out maybe like, <coughs> maybe maybe I mean because obviously it's working out. I mean the cat's 16 year old in renal failure and now it's just done total 180 and it's doing great. So maybe, you know, but of course, like if it's, if that diet's deficient in some way, it can take a while before you get that bill, you know? So maybe there's like a supplement or something. I said, just, just hang on and I'll get in touch with but see, you. You know what that is? That's <clears throat> brainwashing from the pet food industry because, Hey, guess well, what? Hey, guess what? Cats existed for thousands of years before pet food manufacturers made kibble. Well, it, mm -hmm. it, so Travis calls me up and he tells me that. And I'm like, no, oh, no, 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 no. I never said, I never said, I never, and I was like, I know, I know we didn't, we didn't, but this is where we're at. And like, and so then I said to him, you know, when I started making dog food, I spent all of my time researching dogs and their diet and dog food. And I would just, I, you get a little bit of the surface of cats over here and they're like, no, they need, they have special amino acids they're supposed to have. And I never dabbled into it because why would I? I didn't, I don't have a cat. Got no cats. Got no cats. cats. 
Um, I'm, some people have asked me, you know, can I feed my cats your diet? And I'm like, no, no, because, because, I, because I can't stand behind it if I haven't done the research for it. And, and, I, and I haven't. I haven't done the research. So he tells me that with his friend's cat. And I'm like, let me go look at it. Let me go see like I said, how bad is like this that his cat so is well. eating he's, this. He's like raving about his poops. Yeah. It's like poops are all, it's just like all, all the dog stuff. Like he, would, he has been trying to like feed this cat like so many different types of diets, trying to find something that works. The cat would just like continuously vomit. He's just cleaning up cat vomit all the time. Yeah. And he's just like, this three weeks have been like bliss. <laughs> so like uh, now I'm just like, is it? Good? So I start Googling it and it took me back to the days when I was first researching raw for dogs. In the beginning There's of Google. So right. much bullshit. This is like pre-Google. Yeah. <laughs> Hallowed <laughs> antiquity. So much. So you had to go to the library. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where's the catalog? What's the, the index? This is like Bezos in a cubicle days. Right? <laughs> it's a little so sign you, on the that so says if Amazon. You, if you ever Google like raw feeding for dogs or cats, if you just if you Google it, up is gonna come this plethora of oh, vets say you can't do it. Um you know the the FDA says it's unsafe. It's like cross contamination, yada yada yada, all these things, which I put out of my head a long time ago because I know that it's nonsense with dogs. But I don't know about cats. Yeah, I don't know about cats. So I start digging into Google like page five where I can find actual information because in the front in the front of the five pages are dog food industries, Purina, people throw because yeah, you can pay to get out, there. They throw out articles telling you how unsafe it is for your animal to eat this. And most people will be deterred. Yeah. You know, but you have to dig we in. Were, cause we were because we didn't do that. We didn't. And I so I'm reading it and it's and it and it's listed three amino acids that are important for cats to have. Because I told you on the phone, I said, I think it's taurine. I think it's taurine. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what the other ones were. I have that in a screenshot that I texted to you, which was arginine was one of them. Mm -hmm. Taurine. And then I can't remember what the third one was. So I start reading about taurine and a cat. And it's important that they have taurine. So I say, okay. So then they give you a chart of like how much taurine a cat should eat in a day. So then I'm Googling what is the source of taurine? What is the best source of taurine? Well, it's meat. <laughs> it's chicken or it's rabbit or it's... it's Or beef. It's, it's meat. Yeah. It's meat. And they give you the breakdown of chicken, how much taurine is in a, a poor, you know, three ounces of chicken for a cat to eat. And it's, oh, it, me it meets the needs right there. So then I'm looking at arginine and I'm doing the same thing. What's the source of this for this cat to have this? It's meat. And then whatever the third one was. It's I almost can... like cats have been surviving for thousands yeah. of and years then, without and, us. And, and you know what they need to have an ancient Egypt cat kibble. You know what? This <laughs> stupid light bulb goes off in your head, which it did for me with dogs a million years ago. This stupid light bulb goes off and goes, what do you think cats eat? <laughs> Before you had the friskies. They got to find kibble in the wild. And today, even you know, on on some on Our some fancy feast, yeah. fancy feast. Yeah, they dig it up they like had out to of the ground. Go dig under the taurine yeah. tree. It occurs naturally. In order to survive, <laughs> <laughs> they eat special leaves. And you, and you you start reading that, and you go, it "How makes stupid are we?" I mean, how stupid. Cat alchemists. Is a mice? Is a 
amount a complete, complete meal. meal. Yeah. A rabbit. Because you know meal. what? All of that taurine and that arginine, it's in the meat of the mouse. <gasps> yeah. And the bones is the calcium that the cat needs. And it just and I and just the went, skin and the and the hair and the, is the fat fiber. and the fiber and the and the and the and the and I just go what an idiot you are <laughs> yeah. to think so that it's stupid. any different yeah. because it's not it's no different the only difference that I could read about cats versus dogs is that cats don't do well with a lot of vegetables in their in their raw diet well we put a scant amount of vegetables in our raw diet it's very small it's very small. But a lot. I actually of people, wanted to do more, so. You know, and and I understand that when they're talking, when they're doing those articles on food like that, because we see it at the ranch, we see what people create at home. Oh my you know, God! Yes, and that's who they're talking to. That's like ten other. Because podcasts. people are trying to do well by feeding their dog even a home cooked diet, where it's macaroni. And some and hamburger meat. <laughs> yeah. Sounds awesome. Looks like and, soup. <laughs> and maybe some peas. Hey, some of the food they make, where I'm like, I'm like, if I was really hungry, I'm like we feeding the dogs. Yeah. And it's like, I'm hungry. Smells good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try a little bite. But it's noodles and hamburger. Yeah, yeah. come on. Exactly. Man. But it, but when you're looking at a balanced diet for Don't a dog me, or hungry. a cat, it's no, it's <laughs> nowhere Damn. near it. It nowhere near fits the bill. Nowhere does it fit the bill. The ha- the hamburger meat and the pasta and the oh, peas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You got them full. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where yeah, that's, the, the that's where the article's warning you. They're talking to those people, and those people mean well, but they. I want to sit down with them. Well, and that's and when, when when Chris first told me that, and I got over my initial shock. I'm just trying to think <laughs> like, okay, you know, I I, I thought of that like we're all have, you know, clients at the ranch like creating their own diet. I don't I don't know where they're getting it from, but. Um, it's like these things can go well for a while and then you might have like a crash. You know, cause he's telling me he's been doing this for three weeks. This is the first I'd heard of it. And I just immediately <laughs> like, <laughs> Stop! Please. Kill your cat! You know, because yeah, you can, can create some diet and it could work out great. You could even have good poops, but then, you know, you get to like a couple weeks or a month and, and your dog might crash. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's missing something. Which is the fear that I had years ago when I started trying to feed my dog something other than processed dog food. Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm going to make a horrible mistake. Yeah. I'm going to make some kind of... And this is what, pe- that's what the fear that people have is, is that I'm not going to make something that's balanced for them. Well, they're not that complicated of an animal. Yeah. They're really not. The other one was thiamine. That's... Yeah. And I looked that one up too. And like, where, where does, you know, what is the source of thiamine? From a vine so in the jungle. Just, I mean, you. you <laughs> it's a sacred tree. <laughs> Only the cats. You know must that. travel to the crystal goblet where the fancy. You must barter with the cats. <laughs> Only the ancient of cats know where the tree. Really and where is. does the thiamine come from? It comes from chicken livers or chicken hearts or <laughs> chicken dark meat or chicken light meat or turkey or pork or so meat. meat. Or it comes from meat. Comes or from meat. salmon <laughs> or even egg yolk or cod or mackerel or rabbit or so duck. Basically, any meat you can think of. <laughs> so meat. <laughs> meat that a All cat would eat. Eddie Beat is cats good. doing cat stuff. <laughs> yeah, eating cat things. So cats then, making cat so choices. Then, uh, then you look at cats it. were invented in 1950. This is, <laughs> this is the only thing the cats will eat. The Otherwise, cats were before die. the pet food industry, there were no cats. <laughs> How would yeah. they ever survive without the Friskies in a box? Yeah. You know. 
And she, the little she, tiny she, fancy feet. What do yeah, people feed cats like in the depression? With a little spoon. Ding, ding, ding. Get that beautiful Persian over Friskies here. Friskies goes back to the ancient pyramid times. <laughs> it was first invented. The Greeks invented Friskies. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I mean, there's there's that simple there's that simple line that you make in your head yeah. of going dogs in the wild. Dogs in the wild because there are coyotes. There, they are dogs. They're not domesticated, but their inner functions of them is the same. Yeah, it's the same genus. It's Canis lupus. It's the same. Oh, kitty. They need to eat the same. Your cats, Bobcat out here, they need to eat the same. Different kinds of cats. And <laughs> and the reason why we fear that that's not correct is what's programmed to us by exactly the pet right. food industry. Yeah. Because for money, you don't feed your cat that our product. You're you're depleting. You'll them kill them of things yeah. that they need. And and instead, then I start reading about because then I said to Wes and to Travago, we're not feeding these cats any kibble anymore. We're no. not, we're, what are we doing? What are we doing? The barn cats. Not doing that. And his cat. At Meow Town. I put, I put a bowl of, uh, you know, just the raw food that I give my dogs. And I put it, uh, you know, in the in cat in my own little baby Meow Town. <clears throat> I put it on the floor. And, like, Kitten's the scariest cat that I have. But she happened to be on the floor. And I put it down. And she walked right up to that bowl. And she gave it a smell. And she started chomping on it. Because cats like, eat oh, me. look real... <laughs> Real food. Look, oh, oh, and so I put down probably like two thirds of a portion. I would feed Diggity Dog. I just put it in the bowl because I don't know what's gonna happen. I just put it. I just put it in there. Uh, and this morning they'd probably eaten like two thirds of that, like most of it. And then I checked on it again when I went home. It's, all, it's basically all gone. There's like a little bit of dry little bits in there, but yeah, they ate all the meat because cats are supposed to eat meat, I guess. And get the thiamine and the arginine and the taurine. It's in the meat. That's <laughs> <laughs> funny too. When I was cat first. food. Um. What do they call it? Complete. Cat food complete? There it is, right there in a bowl. <laughs> when well. I was talking to Chris, too, I was like, maybe it is good, but I was like, I don't think they can eat blueberries. And then I was on the phone with you, I was like, oh, I need to check on the blueberries. Boop, boop. Uh, blueberries are fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because Even he said he was like, yeah, I wasn't sure about the blueberries, so I just picked around it when I fed the cat. <laughs> and I was just like, well, they're all mashed up, too, so it's like, Well, I mean, oh, you have to think about uh, it because fear. dogs can't eat grapes, so, like, it's good to think about it. Well, yeah, because, because there are if things if, to be eliminated off the list. Yeah, yes. Grapes, if a cat a eats a mouse that ate a blueberry, that cat dies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dead. Dead cats. But what was more complicated when I actually started delving into it, because I told him, this, and the next day I said, just give me some time, because I just want to, I love to dig into this kind of stuff. The most complicated thing is getting them off of the cat food. Because. That's what I was worried because, about. Well, like they're <clears> fat <throat> and they're lazy and they're used so to that. Fat. He said his cat complains not when it's empty, but when he can see space in the. Oh bottom. yeah, he, he doesn't <laughs> complain when the bowl's empty. He complains when he can see the bottom. And I can see the bottom. <laughs> yeah, and so his his cats are fat. My cat started started fat, but now because I've been talking to you about this kind of recently, where mm-hmm. it's like they they seem kind of skinny, kind of lean. Yeah, and it's it's not surprising because they're burning. You know, they were just they're in, all over the property. They're, like, yeah. they're, they're, they're burning they're, a lot they're of calories. Like, they're like you know, they're like in the barn for a month and just getting dry and canned and just like and not burning. And, You're and loving so, them with food, and yeah. so now they're obviously burning way more calories. So I expected them to slim down, but they still seem kind of skinny to me. Yeah. And I, I told you I was going to reach out to the cat lady because I have like six cats, and now I'm feeding them like. Well, first of all, all the dry they can eat that's available all, all, all times a day. And I see them eating it all times of the day. 
And then I would feed them like four cans a day, split up between the six of them, which uh-huh. I thought was kind of excessive, but maybe it's not. Obviously, it's not. Obviously, too, it's like just like with dogs, it's like every animal is different. Every um, metabolism is different. Every dog will or cat, dog or cat will exercise more than another one. And that can also change with age where it was fine like this one time and now it's not. We need to adjust. You know, there's never anything kind of set in stone. I, I knew that. But it's like it, I just want to make sure they're getting enough, you know, because they all look kind of skinny right well, now. Well, and this was my this was th- there's also all kinds of things I'm sure they're eating in the wild. You know, I don't always have evidence of that. Well, so, But I don't know, like if because cats kill for fun because it's fun. Exactly. So how much of what they kill do they eat? Like when they killed that giant chinchilla rat, and like they didn't, they didn't eat, eat it. They, they just killed parts it. of it. They there just wasn't killed it. any blood. Yeah. They just wanted to murder it. Yeah. So I don't, you, you don't, can't gauge what they're eating in the wild. It's, there's no way. So maybe they are skinny because you don't aren't giving them enough canned food. Well, yeah. so so here here's my thoughts because, like I explained to you, we have a lot of clients, and you did the same thing that free feed their dogs. Oh yeah. And that's how cats are being fed. So they're dry. That's how I fed is, my cats at home. There with dry until all the time for them. So how do you transition a cat to eating your meal when I say so? Because cats aren't the same as dogs. I'm sorry, they're just not. <laughs> no, because their middle finger is out all the time. Because they do what they want, and yeah. that's cats don't care about you at all. <laughs> but so now you have to condition them because ideally you're going to feed a raw diet. You're going to take the dry food away. So their diet is they eat raw. Well, what but, I was I was worried about because. Whitey can't have, you know, any other cat food except for, like, one kind because he gets, like, bladder crystals and stuff. So I was like, can he Which you know what the solution to that is? Apparently, it's it's the raw. (laughs) (laughs) Because cats in ancient Egypt don't have bladder crystals. That's the thing. That comes from from kibble. That problem comes from kibble. I read that. I read those articles. Well, most of them. I skimmed them. But, like, they're about the transition like you have to you know take some raw and like wrap it in kibble and stuff and like do you know wait to all these i'm like i'll just put it in there and because see what I happens i think there's a lot of cats that you would put present that raw to them and they'd walk away from that's it. what i expected right well mm-hmm. and that and we've seen that with dogs too sure chichis wouldn't eat it well mm-hmm. they're you know a, a dog you're conditioning a dog to just eat this dry room temperature kibble and so they're used to that consistency they don't recognize other things as food it's like it's like if you as a <laughs> It's like if you as a human were just used to just hot food and then someone gives you something that's cold, it's like, well, that's different, mm. you know? It's like, I like to eat Mexican food and now you put sushi on my plate. Get out of here. Well, I don't want it. I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> but once again, you know, everyone's, but yeah, I've, we've, we've had that with dogs, helping dogs transition to raw because it's, you know, it's not a dry room temperature kibble. Now it's a cold, meaty, it's a completely different consistency. So a dog who's been going years just just eating one thing and that's it yeah and then provide something that's so diametrically different than what they're used to like like if an alien handed you alien food you wouldn't even know that it's necessarily right but it's even more complicated than that because now we're trying to transition them from what they eat to how they when they eat because we're taking to when they yeah to, to when they eat so it's a big deal and, and they're not dogs they're cats and it's one that i'm you know i'm not really sure I'm just gonna have to kind of you have feel, to feel it out. Feel your way through it. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna just take the dry away. That no. dry, that dry. No, I didn't be, take the dry that away. That dry is gonna be there for a while. Uh huh. I basically want that dry there until I don't see anyone eating it anymore. I, can, I seeing... can try my own system, but then again, you know, I have six feral cats that are like, that they all have their own schedules. They all have their own routines that are really already established. Uh-huh. I wish I figured this out, like you know, 
a little while ago, or at least you know, I, I could I could have implemented a better schedule, but that's fine. I could just start implementing my own schedule based on observations and things that I see. Yeah, and I'll just I'll just continue that way. But I'm gonna have to leave the dry out for. I mean, once again, this until I don't see anyone eating it, I'm gonna have to leave it out. And then the other thing that I read about dry cat food is that it has an additive in it that is addictive to it's them. Crack. They put crack. It's in addictive it. to them. What is that? Really? Yeah. Like nicotine? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just spray some nicotine. It in makes, there. It some makes crack on Mr. It. Cat's meow when he can see the bottom. Maybe that's, uh, I don't know, maybe they do. So that's why I left the dry down, too. I, I didn't pick it up. His cats are just fat whales. Oh, well, I mean, only Mr. But, Cat. I mean, they're is, not going to oh, get exercise. All they're your not cats going are anywhere. fat drug addicts. No, only Mr. Cat's is fat. <laughs> He's got a big, stupid hanging belly that he can't, he can't even walk without it. It's like like if you had he, yeah anyway my six hundred pound uh-huh. life cat yeah kittens <laughs> is small and Whitey's old so he's you know he's he's got old skinniness uh, so Mr. Cat's the only one that's fat but Mr. Cat's isn't young either he's like six no he's like seventeen probably all my cat all but my he's cats still are fat so that's yeah amazing. exactly yeah. <clears throat> but he doesn't. He doesn't eat like to get. He he just wants to control my behavior. Maybe he we need to, to that's see that's what I'm, now. He that's what I'm saying. Me to get there's me to a do lot. Things. There's a lot of behavior elements in yeah. here. Yeah. Where they're trying to control you because that that's what he's not hungry. He, he like he likes to meow and then I come see what the hell, and that's fun for him. So. But I I also think that if they eat raw and they have, I mean their dietary needs are being met, so much more efficiently. Do they stay full longer? With their belly full of meat, as opposed to additive sprayed dry kibble. Uh, no, I would think it's the opposite. Through. Well, I'm sure they would. I'm sure they would drink less water because there's Absolutely. obviously more water in the raw. Mm-hmm. Um, so that means they're not going to urinate as much. This is, uh, this is all the same stuff with dogs. I thought you read they they're would not pee poop more. as much. No, they'll pee less. Pee less. <laughs> I'm not hearing they'll, a downside at they'll, all. They'll drink. <laughs> they'll drink less and they'll pee less. They have to. They, they, so they eat the dry food. I mean, they can't be utilizing much of that. It has to all come out as waste. Maybe that's why they have to eat so much of it because they can't. It's not of value to them. Like they only get They've like a little bit. They gotta get the taurine. Yeah, they're, they're only eating it for taurine. They gotta <laughs> eat a whole bunch to get the taurine they need. I, I, I'm curious to like. A, a, I don't know how often I should put raw down in there. I would do it twice a day. Okay, so I'll do it twice a day when I, I feed, feed my dogs. Yeah, when I feed my dogs. Okay, that, I, I can totally get on board with that. I'm just gonna leave the dry in there. I'm gonna see how long it lasts. Well, like Trav says, let's see if they continue to, like, do they stop eating it? Yeah. The dry. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what, I, I kind of know how often I, I have to fill the container now. So let's see if that, if that time doubles. And, you know, in the meantime, you know, I've, I've been feeding them that can. So I've just kind of been mixing the can a little bit with the raw. Um, I just tried it last night just to just offer them just raw and just kind of see how that goes and see if they would kind of be spooked by that. They murdered it. Yeah. He sent me a video, but I'll put it in the podcast. Birdie, Birdie comes over like this to the plate. She, she grabs that like a dead rabbit. She grabs <laughs> it. <and> goes, <laughs> 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 runs away with it. They love it. Yeah, like, that's nature telling bringing you something. Me the dead chicken. <laughs> and yeah, like there was only, I think everyone was in there except for Conan. And then I just offered the, like five plates to everybody. And they just they just crushed princess it all. too. And then I, I go back and yeah, I yeah princess I, ate it too. Then I go back and look at the ports and I'm just like watching the camera on my phone, just watching them eat it all. And then I just see Conan just like dart across the yard, and just like runs in there. And so I go and offer him some, and he's really interested by it. But he's like, but he wants his can. Uh. But I mix his and he wants it all. But I can I can see him kind of hesitate with the raw, but then he still eats it. Yeah. So I think it'll be a little process with him, but once again, very interested. Yeah. I wonder if the can, like, 
because it's made by companies that make product that cats are leaving. Maybe the, if, does the can taste better than raw, even though the raw is better for them, and so they're going to want to eat the can? It's just they, what they're conditioned to. It's just what they're used to. Yeah. You know? I uh, mean, there's lots of dogs that... That's why you like Kraft mac and cheese, even though like everybody awesome. else has real good <laughs> mac and cheese. <laughs> love it. That's the, a fine meal right there. The spirals, but I mean, how wheels, many people... Spirals, like, wheels, yeah. shells. Pokemon <laughs> shapes, I don't, I don't care. Make the shells anymore. There's no spirals. Spider-Man shapes. How many people shapes? have we yeah. counseled to transfer their dogs from eating kibble to raw and... Some of them want it immediately, and other ones. You're, you said your dog, your, her dogs, like look at it and they want to vomit, like they, <laughs> like gag, because it's just that they just have no idea. The concept is so foreign to them that it takes that takes a long and time. And then to Danny sees that, and he's like, "Oh, oh, they don't." Because Danny can't ever look at them like dogs. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just like one of those things I read online about, like, oh, how to transition your cat to a raw diet, and basically there was there was like. Too long, didn't read, where it's like, it can take one day, it can take a year. There's one cat where it's just like, wouldn't take to it, had to be mixed, or just like a tiny bit, and just, and it, it, one case it took a year, the other case it took one hour. Exactly. So Mine took ten minutes. <laughs> Mine, and, and Birdie went like this. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm, 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 put, I'm seconds, put a camera in like, there and put a time lapse on it so I can watch, like, watch the cats go in there. And you want to see what each one of them are eating. And how much of it they, because yeah. yeah. a lot of cats won't eat in front of you. No, well, but, yeah. is somebody I, hogging too? Well, I was. He said I, Birdie. Birdie won't eat in front of him. No, it's it's Betty. Oh, Betty. I'm sorry, Betty. Birdie, the little six toes. Well, like she freaking is. She is the most food motivated cat. Right. There's a few others that are right along with her, but Betty, that that big. What do they call it? There's some. They they think she's like a Russian blue or something. She's the color of a Russian blue. I don't know, but anyway, I've never seen that cat. That that cat has never eaten in my presence. But I can look at the cameras, and she loves that dry. Uh, that's she, what I was. That's what I was most surprised by when I put that down. Because the other cats were, Whitey and uh, Mr. Cat were asleep somewhere else, and only kittens was in there. And she runs away from anything. Like if you look at her cross-eyed. <clears throat> so I put that down, and she immediately went over to eat it while I was staring at her. And then you know I got a bowl of raw in my hand, so my dogs are like, "Hey, we're gonna get some bonus raw food." <laughs> so I put it in there, and they're all pissed off, and they're standing at the gate. In there, like looking at, her. looking at her, watching her eat, and she just keeps on eating. And she was undeterred. Yeah, she's gonna have that. That's a that's yeah. she knows what good is, I guess. Yeah. But see, I don't, I don't, you know, so much of it was gone from the bowl. I don't know who ate it. I know she ate some because I saw it. I don't know if all of them ate some or if one of them ate a whole bunch. That's why I want to put a camera in there and see, yeah. see, make sure they all eat it. But yeah. and I was gonna start feeding twice a day anyway because I just think my cats are skinny. I just mm -hmm. want to make sure they're getting enough. So I'll yeah. just keep doing the like a can and a raw mix and just, just keep feeding them and feeding them. Because honestly, what's, what's interesting about this too, is that like, if, 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 if my cats, once again, they have access to dry all throughout the day. Um, and then I feed about four cans with six cats and I, and I see everyone skinny. And even though they have potential to eat whatever in the wild, or if they do or they don't, well, but basically they would need more. So I was about to be like eight cans a day which is, I don't know how much, like I don't even buy it, but we, we don't buy anything that's cheap. Like, like, well, even it's, it's just funny how like every, every single step this has been with working with cats, it's like, it's just the same as dogs. We started with those cats and I'd feed them that shitty frisky stuff or that cheapy, yep. you know, and man, they would throw up or just diarrhea all the time, constantly cleaning diarrhea and scraping it out of that, out of that, um, that cat litter bin. And then you switch to that, what is it, like Americ? Merrick. 
I switched them over to that stuff, man, and all their, their poops are rock solid and perfect. And I was like, okay, now I'm on the right track. But now it's like... Well, now you're going to feed raw and they're going to turn to white dust. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, well, I'm, I'm, in the box. I'm sure it would be even better, but like, but man, like eight, eight uh, cans of uh, cat food Merrick, I'm sure that's way expensive. Oh, yeah. And raw's going to be obviously way cheaper. And nickels. It'll be cheaper and better, so... And Cheaper. for me, if I'm if I'm feeding those cats, if I'm feeding your cats or I'm feeding your cats, I'm just going to heap a plate. I want them to eat as much as they want. That's why I put a whole, so much in the bowl. I'm like, eat as much as you want. Like, that's I something know. I was worried about, too, because like 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 little birdie, little six toes, man, she could do she can crush like two cans in front of right, me. Right. And she's still thin. And I worried about and I worry about her like overeating, I guess, you know, because honestly, my dogs, my dogs will eat until they're like sick and dying right like, but i don't think cats will do that i don't and think any cats will do that maybe maybe I, and yeah but i i'm not sure about that either so i'm not doing some heaping plate I'm, I'm still gonna stick to my volume portions i just and i put those plates out everywhere and other cats will go over to other plates and i think that they should eat until they're satisfied and yeah. i would never say that about a dog I would never say that about a dog because my dogs would eat 40 pounds if you put it in front of them and yeah. they would still be unsatisfied. Yeah. So I, I, I want you to feed Birdie until she walks away and there's still food on the plate so that I know that she's full two times a day. And let's see if she gets some weight. Which is what I've always been doing because Betty and Birdie are on this one perch on the opposite side. And that's like their little door. So I always make a big heaping plate and set it over right in front of Betty when she's laying on her mat. And once again, Betty will never eat it, mm -hmm. but she just keeps it there. And then Birdie goes over and just eats it all. But but Birdie eats it all when they're. I don't know. If she does eat it all. I can't. I can't wait to finally. There's never any can left on their plates. Never. Never. That's never. what I'm saying. Somebody they're eating it all. it all. Yeah. I want to see how much they eat where they don't eat it all. Yeah. That's I just, what I want. I just know. can't wait to have like the more the the Wi-Fi thing set up in there, and so. Once we have more cameras, Next I'll have week. so much, a so much better idea what's going on. So, yeah. with my cats, I can't watch cats. <laughs> if you guys could hear him out here, <laughs> I think we've done a pretty good job relaying kitty, it. Kitty, 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 kitty. I don't think that we have. Well, then give it a shot. I don't we're, think we're that slow we have. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> she started it. I didn't bring this up. Honestly, the other night it was like. It was just like this beautiful full moon. It's windy and it's dry. And I just, um, I've been going out and hunting just like, just trying to, because I know it's, it's it's like big coyote time. Just like opposing coyotes and, and if possible, hunt one or, 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 or kill one because there's so many of them out here. I went out like, I was hunting like through the main trail and then like I could see like Conan and Scarlet His come out. His cat was behind. <laughs> They, the they kind of come out and like the lamppost before I head in because I always like before you head in because that's a dark trail you wait for your night vision to kick on I just look over and I see them just kind of just like kind of following y'all here hunting too and I just go like <laughs> and then I just go off through the trail and they just like start following me <laughs> well because cats cats he told me I went hunting last night with my cats <laughs> <laughs> my cats would hunt cats you know cats are <laughs> hunters and I and I think it was I think it was Wes who told me this like. When when your cat does like does kill something and like drop it on your porch, uh -huh. 
that I guess mentally it's them thinking that you're not. Yeah, a good they, they notice that you're not killing anything, That's so they kill. I so, so I think I think this them is what seeing, you should be doing. I think yeah. them seeing me go out and hunt, they're like, yeah, man, yeah, man. <laughs> team hunting. They're like cat. my cat daddy. That <laughs> <laughs> guy knows what's up. <laughs> Coming out with us. Then he brings me cats. meat from his kill. <laughs> it was pretty cool to go hunting with the cat. <laughs> Hunting with my kids. So, 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 so he, he was saying he needs to be able to signal. Like, you go that way. <laughs> he yells at us all the time out here. Like if we drive down the driveway. Watch out for my kids. Slow down. Coming too fast in my driveway. Whichever I case. saw a cat Watch on the driveway when I was going over to Pam's the other day. Here's, here's. I don't know which cat it is. One of the black cats. And it's just walking along the fence on the driveway. Hey, I was trying to warn you, man. You come down to my house, you run over one of my cats. You're not invited Kill again. Kill my cat. <laughs> Pam said that to me the other day. She goes, what if we hit one of his cats? I go, we don't tell him. <laughs> I'll find out. That's the safe way. That's that. There's that's, too many cameras on the property. I got cameras everywhere. We don't yeah. tell him. There's lots of cars coming up and down that hit driveway. Hit the cats. Yes. Well, we'll put it in the freezer. That's it. Done. <laughs> so, yeah, he's pretty enamored with his cats, if you haven't heard. Cats. He didn't yeah, want to remember. I've just learned to appreciate it. He sends them. pictures at like 11.30 p.m. Yeah. with cats. He just sent one before we sat down. He <laughs> sent one last night at like 11.30. Look what happened when I fed my cats. <laughs> my cats. My, <laughs> my cats. I'm the daddy and they're my cats. We typed that in our thread. It's in all cats. It's, like it's M- all yeah. M-A-H. My cats. Cats. <laughs> I've learned to appreciate them. We have a we, we have got a lot in common. We have a working relationship. We're teammates. <laughs> All right, I'm going to bed. Okay. Bye-bye. All right, y'all. <laughs> Night, everybody. Night. <laughs> <laughs>